Good morning. My name is Daniel Morris, Senior Investment Strategist for BNP Paribas Investment Partners, and welcome to Market Breakfast as part of our ongoing podcast series. We are now able to give you access to global market updates easily on the go in less than five minutes. So this week, we want to talk about actually quite a bit, a lot of things going on in the markets, a lot of interesting moves, different from what we've seen a lot over the last year. Uh, start off, though, of course, with the economics, the key number last week being U.S. non-farm payrolls. Uh, by and large, good, a little bit below expectations. The previous number was revised up. The important thing is that it was good enough to have you keep thinking the Fed is likely to hike in December. The other thing that was also notable and important for that decision was that wage growth uh, is looking solid. Participation rates uh, also increase, so kind of people moving into the labor force, but also seeing a bit more wage gains. And it's that potential for some inflationary pressure that you want to keep your eye on because that's something that could surprise the markets next year. Now, otherwise, what was notable is we had a continuation of this taper tantrum, if you will, rising doubts, concerns about the ability of central banks to keep yields low. Uh, That doubt has been seen in rising yields in the U.S., uh, in Germany and the U.K., a bit less so in Japan, but nonetheless, 12 to 14 basis point rise in 10-year yields uh, in U.S. and Germany. And what that translated into... Uh, for one thing, was significant underperformance on the part of those sectors that, with the big rally in bonds uh, and being seen as bond proxies, have gone up a lot over the last year. So I'm talking about consumer staples, talking about real estate, telecom services, utilities. So those uh, four sectors, again, ones that are considered uh, to be bond proxies because, generally speaking, uh, higher-yielding sectors than other parts of the market, but at the same time, relatively stable dividends. So there's your analogy to bonds. Uh, those sectors significantly underperformed over the last week as you had interest rates rising. So the question from now on for next year is whether or not you think this temporary concern and doubt about central banks is going to become more uh implemented in market psychology, because if that's the case, then you're going to worry about the performance of these bond proxies. We're probably not quite that pessimistic yet. We think there is a bit of a reset in expectations about central banks, but not quite at the point where we're willing to throw throw in the towel uh, and think that these sectors are going to significantly underperform over a longer time frame. Of course, the other sector that was notable last week was energy, the big outperformer for the week with the increase in oil prices. Uh, again, also here, probably a little bit skeptical given that the increase in oil prices is being driven by this uh, agreement by OPEC to cut production. And historically, we have not seen those um, supply cuts hold because there's always too much incentive uh, for other members to cheat. And so we think in the end, that's not going to last and you'll see prices uh, drift down below 50. So some nervousness uh, there perhaps for oil and for the energy sector. The last thing to note that was significant last week was, of course, the big swing uh, in currencies. Of course, the pound being one of them, but not the only one. Uh, you also had euro weaken slightly, uh, and also the yen weakening against the dollar. So it wasn't just a sterling story. Uh, of course, sterling uh, reflecting uh, basically the the belief that the UK government is moving towards more of a harder exit for the UK and what that implies in terms of the level that you need to reach for sterling in order to close the current account gap, 
what's interesting is that you didn't see as big of a run-up in UK equities this time with the depreciation in sterling, so maybe we're starting to see um, not an end of that correlation, but a bit of weakening. Uh, nonetheless, with the weakness in yen, you did see, again, Japanese equities start to outperform. So with the latest stimulus that we have from Japan and with the expectation that U.S. interest rates might be rising, there could be some potential there for further weakening in yen, and that would mean further outperformance for Japanese equities. So currencies certainly being one of the big swing factors driving equity market performance, uh, so we need to watch that and then also watch market sentiment towards quantitative easing. So that's it for me this week. Look out for our next edition of Market Breakfast in our podcast series. Thank you for turning in, and goodbye. This podcast presentation is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BMP Paribas Investment Partners or any affiliate. The information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.